Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to welcome you after almost two years since I've last talked to my friend, Radio Mylar. How are you, Radio Mylar? I was, I was expecting like a crowd to start applauding and hooting and hollering. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> it's been, can you believe it's been thing. almost two years? <laughs> April 8th, 2020, episode 378. Wow. And I'm up to uh, 540. So I was like, it's been two years since we've talked. And it doesn't seem that long ago to me, really. No, it doesn't. For, I mean, the pandemic's weird, man. It's like it bends space and time, you know? <laughs> like, it does because it, it had just broke out when we had talked because I remember my birthday, March 16th, is when they shut down everything in New York. And oh, wow. The, yeah, the, and the pandemic. Sight. And then you and I, when we were going to do the podcast, we were like, do we talk about it or do we not talk about it? Because we were like, do we want to talk about this shit or not? And we decided to talk about it a little bit. But it's been, like you said, it's really bent the space-time continuum and screwed with something. If uh, So just to let you know, I'm on an island right now, and cell reception on this island is not great okay um and so if i break up or whatever uh, just let me know okay I'll repeat what i said all right yeah you're because yeah, i won't i won't know if you don't hear me sort of thing you know what i mean Abs- like- <laughs> yeah absolutely to my yeah. listen to my listeners radio mylar is in canada and so we, he's nova scotia baby nova scotia he's on a little walkabout <laughs> uh i guess you, right. a walkabout would be if you're in australia but you're out taking a little stroll enjoying i i told you it was 60 degrees fahrenheit today here i i think is i i don't know is 15 degrees celsius fairly warm or is that like that is that is uh that's nice and warm yeah 20 degrees celsius is like a nice nice warm summer day so 15 is like is a is a it's just starting to get good and warm all right so the the webs the the thing that I pulled up that did the equation did it correctly because it said 15 point something degrees Celsius and I was like oh okay 60 degrees Fahrenheit is 15 and a 60 is a nice nice day for us as well oh nice our normal summer go ahead oh I was just saying it's one of those days where you have to take a sweater and a jacket but halfway through your walk you have to take one of them off exactly (laughs) yeah exactly especially where I live I live right uh, close to Lake Ontario and I'm up on a hill as well and we get a lot of the north breeze and Lake Ontario is right there so if you're walking down near the lake it's it's definitely one of those type of uh, one of those things that is can change last time I had you on yeah yeah, yeah. Last time I had you on, we talked a bunch of like crazy fun things. I and remember you had a list of inc- incredible questions. It was a blast. Uh, it was one of my favorite. I, I have a couple. I have a few questions for you. Oh boy! <laughs> I'll try well, to answer. First them. is your your neighbor situation. Yeah, with the trampoline. Yeah. Is there an update on that? I haven't. I haven't heard your your latest latest episode. I'm still catching up. Yeah, my. But the second latest was mentioned the trampoline. Yeah. yeah. So far, the trampoline situation is it, it seems to be okay. It has been no trampoline parties as of yet. <laughs> um, but there is a ball that keeps miraculously coming over on the side of my fence and I witnessed the small little one doing it and not being stopped by the adults and the little one doesn't know not to do it but the adults know obviously to tell him no and so I get that frustration um passive aggressiveness where I'm like Uh, you turned into an old cranky man yes i am i said that on my podcast i'm like i'm getting to, and then i'm like he's just a child i'm gonna i don't i just don't want to play that game of picking up toys on the other side of my fence all summer and it's, you need to start an amazon wish list for your customers to be able to go and buy things for you but there's only two things on that amazon wish list one is a rocking chair and the other a shotgun that's it (laughs) i know i feel so grumpy and i i you know i I love children i I really do and it's just i think it is uh we got spoiled because we've been here for close to 10 years and the place right next door to us just got bought that's the one that i'm talking about and and the yeah it's a 
it's a whole house, but it was an apartment anyways, two apartments, upstairs apartment, and then a down back apartment. And all the years we've been here, the down back apartment that would be towards our backyard has like been sporadically occupied and anybody that's been there has been like quiet and we never hear them. They don't have kids. It's just like, hasn't been affecting us. And I kept saying to my wife, I'm like, you know, one day tomorrow, perhaps <laughs> a trampoline could go in that day. And I, I am not kidding. I shit you not the next day a trampoline went in that yard. And I'm like, no, I, I did it. I think I did it. So here, here's what you do. Okay, is you have to you have to become like a ninja and sneak out every night, every night after they've gone to bed. You have to determine when they go to bed. But you can probably <laughs> figure that out from their lights. And then you go over to the trampoline and you just apply very quietly a thin coat of dog shit all over the trampoline. Oh, I was so oh. that when the kids go, the kids are kids are used to being in dirt and whatnot. They're not gonna care, but their feet, their whole body is gonna be covered in this tiny little film that might not even be perceptible. But when they go back in the house, suddenly dog shit smell is gonna be everywhere. And the parents are gonna be like, what the fuck were you doing? What were you doing? <laughs> I thought since you were going I, I thought since you were going down that ninja route, I thought you were gonna be like, you're going to have to every night quietly disassemble it (laughs) (laughs) and then have it placed out neatly neatly disassembled though and that would just freak you out would freak you you'd (laughs) be like wait a minute i put that together two days ago why is it and it's neatly disassembled to where i can just build it back up again include some like Include like a sheet, a printed out sheet of instructions on how to put it back together, but it's wrong. Yes. So like, <laughs> so That's perfect. Uh, I just, I just realized the the administrative uh, side of me realized just in case some people listening to your show uh, don't know who I am, I should probably introduce myself. Yeah. Oh my gosh, <laughs> just, I didn't just, even do we're that. Just chatting like a bunch of, we're just chatting like a bunch of friends who haven't who haven't caught up in a spell. I which know. Is great, and that's kind of what I love about your show. Uh, so, just dear listener. Uh, thank you for listening to Patrick's show. I love it. Uh, and I love that you stopped by to listen. Say hi. Hello. Hi. You wake, we can't hear you. Anyway, uh, my name is Jesse, uh, otherwise known as Radio Myler is my online moniker. And I started podcasting. I had a podcast back in, oh, my God, 2019, 2018. I think it was 2018 called We uh, called um, Over the Glorious Morning. And it was about sleep and dreams and becoming a morning person. And uh, and that's where I learned, met Patrick. And Patrick was very helpful uh, on helping me along my journey, helping me figure out Anchor and just kind of giving me some exposure. And uh, and then I just kind of shut that podcast down. But podcast, Patrick and I remain friends and I still listen to his show. So um, I'm a filmmaker. I'm a podcaster. I'm an editor. I'm a scriptwriter. I'm all of the above. So yeah. that's... That's my has a little little thing for me, little intro. You're much more. How I am? Yeah, you're much more. That, <laughs> <laughs> you're much more. You're very talented, very talented guy. It's in your blood, as well. And um, your podcast is really blowing up in Canada. Didn't you just recently change over to a different um, platform for Canadian politics? Yeah, is boring. Yes, I didn't want to make the this this whole i didn't want to make the whole intro just about me bragging about myself so i didn't know please yeah, do because I moved, yeah. from, <laughs> I moved from um it's really funny I, I my old podcast oh what a glorious morning i was getting like 30 after about a year i was still getting about 30 to 50 listeners per episode right. per month which is it's not great but it's like it's nice okay that's a that's a nice audience that keeps coming back and then after about a year and a half suddenly it ballooned to like 2 to 300 people per episode and i'm like what what the heck is going on and i looked at my statistics and like 80% of my new listeners were from france wow i'm like what yeah i have no idea what happened there that was very can you still hear me okay yeah perfectly yeah Anyway, I just I didn't want to be known as the sleep guy, so I quit. And then my friend Reese Waters, he he kept uh, he's an immigrant from well from Wales, and we got along really well when he moved here. And he kept wanting to make a podcast, and he was he called me up like Jesse, let's do a podcast about this, and I'm like yes, let's do it, and it would never happen. And then he would call me with a new podcast idea, maybe once a month, and I'd say yes to every single one of them, and it would never it would never happen. I have to 
I have to stop myself from swearing. I swear like a sailor on my show. <laughs> and I know you don't on yours, so I'm sorry. That's okay. Advance. <laughs> um, so finally, Reese calls me up after like the sixth or seventh iteration. He's like, let's do, I want to do a political satire, a Canadian political satire podcast. And I'm like, no, Canadian politics is boring. I actually said that to him. And he thought that was hilarious. He's like, no, that's perfect. You hate it. Let's do it. It'll be about me trying to force you to learn about something you hate. And I'm like, no, I really, really don't want to do this. <laughs> like, I, I was dead serious. <laughs> and he, he wouldn't give up. He would not give up. And so we started a podcast, Canadian Politics is Boring. And we were snatched up by the Frequency Podcast Network, Rogers. And then they were new to whole podcasting thing, too. And then they just kind of figured out, like, oh, all the money's in bringing radio DJs that already have hundreds of thousands of listeners over to podcasting. And then they, we just kind of said goodbye to each other nicely. It was, there's no hard feelings. Right. And we jumped over to, uh, to ACAST creator network. Anybody can join ACAST. You have to pay, which is weird, but like we, we don't, we're, we're introduced into this nice little subsection creator network. I don't know what it means. It right. just, it feels more special. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They wanted you. They're like, Hey, please come to our platform because you have a listenership. Yeah. yeah. And so now we got like a whole bunch of people emailing us and putting out, putting our, our stuff out in newsletters and, and other podcasts and trying to do collaborations. And it's like, oh, wow, this is fun. It's something that we haven't like, I, I won't badmouth frequency. They were very busy and they were wonderful people, but it just, it wasn't, it wasn't a very, um, they didn't pay a lot of attention to us right? because <laughs> right. they were paying attention to the, the shows that they wanted to pay attention to. And I, that totally makes sense to me that I, I understand that, which is kind of why we amicably went our ways. Cause we're like, Oh yeah, we should go with someone who, you know, anyway, so that's, it's that's a what's happening. Right yeah. Now. And it's fascinating to me how quickly it snowballed actually and blew up into something that is really uh, you have a, a good listenership and, and it's a good quality show and the banter between the two of you is fun you know it's and you learn but you're also laughing and it makes it it's just it's it's a really good i encourage i've encouraged my listeners more than once to go check out canadian politics oh, is I've, boring i've heard i'm sure i'm sure they're quite uh they're quite um fed up with hearing about no. all the time. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I, I admire what you guys have done with it. And, um, I, thank you. Thank yeah, you it's, it's really quite an accomplishment and, uh, see the crowd loves it. <laughs> <laughs> they do. They do. Um, well, I appreciate all the love and support that you've you've given us in the show uh, over the years, uh, Patrick. It means a lot, man. Yeah, it does. Yeah, keep doing yeah. your thing. And I and I, I and I still love your show. And I, I wanted to ask if you if you wanted to talk about it, why you found yourself in a bit of a funk the past three months. Maybe that's yeah. too personal. That's no, not fine. at all. It's not a. It's not at all because my audience, they know I've opened up to them, and it felt so refreshing to finally open up and just say, you know what. You know, I, I've got some mental issues that I deal with, and sometimes it's heavier th than not. And I've been weathering it for years. And a lot of times I can weather with the sail up, no problem. I've just become accustomed to become a, a good sailor, I guess. And then there's certain days where I couldn't tie a bow knot or whatever it might be. If I'm using analogies, I don't know why I started using a sailing analogy. I've never sailed before in my life, but <laughs> <laughs> I, um, just wasn't weathering the storm it, the way I normally could. And I was really in a big funk and I think the weather and just everything was just kind of compiling into where all my creative juices left me because I'm also, I like to work with wood and I'll create spoons and scoops and give them to the family members. And they're really quite, they come out I heard quite, you talking about yeah, that. they come out quite nice. And, and, uh, people are like, you should sell those. And I'm like, no, no, you, you're missing the point. Once I'm selling them, I'm not enjoying it. I, I just want right. to, I want to make it and give it away. And what I used to be able to do is look at a piece of wood and see a spoon inside of it. And I got to the point where I look and I'm like, oh, it's a chunk of freaking wood. That's all I see right now. And that, <laughs> you know, I, and so that juice of creativity, it just dried up and the, 
I have 540 episodes. I, I question myself so many times too of like, am I, what am I doing? You know, where is we live on a planet going, you know, is it, hasn't blown up to where I'm on Jimmy Fallon or on the tonight show. Did I have dreams? Are of, you happy with your, I, I don't know your numbers and, and we don't have to talk about them, but are you happy with them? I am. And that's what I was just going to say. It That's what's recently come to for me is where I'm getting this gratification because the numbers that I'm getting are consistent in the sense that I know that they're the consistent listeners. So I have that consistent right. listenership. And so that to me, if I got two or one that are consistent, then I'm really, I, I feel proud and happy of something that I'm putting out. And when I don't edit Aaron and and me not editing and all that, it's not that I don't care. It's not that I don't want to take the time. I do it because when I'm talking like we are right now and I talk to my listeners, I want it to be that we're talking like with friends and you're my friend, which my listeners are. I consider my friends if they're going to give me that time. So I don't edit myself in a conversation I might say, ooh, I didn't mean to say that, or oh, I whatever. So I just enjoy the the flow of it more. I'll I'll do a couple show note topics to keep me on track. Otherwise, it would be just a cluster mess. It would be all right. my jumbled thoughts, no cohesiveness whatsoever. And so it's just something that to me I enjoy. You know, do what I love to be on Jimmy Fallon someday. I think everybody wants that 15 minutes, but I forget, (laughs) I forget I had that though. I was on a nationalized TV commercial that was ran all through America for that company Carpe. Carpe. Yeah. Yeah. And so I forget that something. My wife will remind me sometimes she'll be like, you know, if it weren't for you, I would not have recommended that product to friends of mine. No doubt that. Yeah. That's cool. I think, you know? Yeah. And they're a great company. I know you have a, I have a, so in regards to that, um, because that's a really interesting point you bring up is it's not about the numbers. It's about how many people are coming back. Yeah. Right. Cause yeah. that's the real, that's, that's amazing. And when you took a really long break, it didn't tell anybody. Yeah. <laughs> right. You just kind of disappeared mm-hmm. when you came back. Did your audience come back excitedly wanting to hear you? Yeah, they did. They did. And that, yeah. And that was, that's amazing. That was amazing (laughs) to me because, you know, as a podcaster, you know, the number one rule is like consistency. you got to have your audience. And if they, they want, that's why I was worried for you. Yeah. yeah, They want it. And when I, unfortunately in 2019, the reason why I took the hiatus is because I got in a car accident and I got, and that was a big deal. (laughs) And then I, and then what happened though, was I slowly, I think that accident and then that break broke me of a habit, which, you know, you know, it takes like two weeks to create a habit or so. And then next thing mm-hmm. you know, I broke out of that habit of always doing it. And so if all of a sudden one wouldn't come out, I wouldn't feel this sense of urgency of, oh, right. God, I got to get one out. I'd be like... Right. Maybe I'll do one tomorrow once I, you know, my audience, they're still listening to my old shows and I'm still getting listenership. It's still, it's still fine. And they're listening. I've got plenty of it to listen to. And then something recently happened where I wasn't doing them at all. Consistently, I did one in March, I think. And my wife's like, mm-hmm. are you packing up? We live on a planet. And she's like, I'm not trying to pressure. I'm just asking. And I'm like, no, no, I, I just, I can't, I can't do it. I, it wasn't there for me to want to come out and I didn't want to be also like doom and gloom of being like, guess what? I am so like, ugh. I'll tell, I'll make, I'll, how about this? And, and you can take me up on this or not either way. doesn't matter. Just offering it. Um, because like, I, I'm no stranger to, to, uh, mental illness and you know everyone that i know and myself included have have a lot of downs and ups and it's a roller coaster of life we i get it i totally get it um the next time you find yourself in a funk 
and are not doing We Live on a Planet regularly, I'll, I'll sub in if you want. No doubt. That <laughs> would know? be awesome. I'll, do, I'll, I'll be like, I'll be like, hey, this is Jesse. We live in a planet. We're just waiting until Patrick feels like getting his freaking ass in the chair. Thank you. <laughs> in the meantime, let's learn some stuff. You yeah. Know, I'll totally do that for you. Buddy. I will definitely <laughs> take you up on that offer. Thank you for offering that. You know, you are a true friend. My wife said that to me. Uh, she's like, you know, enjoy your conversation with Jesse and, you know, have fun, relax, do your thing and this and that. And uh, she's like, he's a good friend. And I said, you know, he really is. He, he you have Aww. been uh, so really supportive throughout this. And it's funny how sometimes people that are really close to you that you know and that are in your life every day don't support you for crap sometimes and then people that are in a distance that you've never met in your life are more supportive and more encouraging than some people that you've known your whole life and you're like huh this is bizarre to me well i mean thank you for saying that but really it's just the ocd in me needing to get my we live in a planet fix and when i don't get my fix i gotta go i like i gotta get patrick back on that show i want to <laughs> i want to learn something or i want to i want to know what's yeah. going on here he is thinking that i'm a great friend i don't care i just need my show <laughs> no i'm just kidding thank you i know you that. are i appreciate it i know uh, I know that you've got a, a, a load of questions, ridiculous questions, like what would the world be like if alligators could fly, mm -hmm. ready and prepped to go. But before we do that, uh, it's, this seems more like an interview show where I'm interviewing you rather than you interviewing And it's fine. <laughs> I love how it's going. We're, we're fun, just yeah. little mental gymnastics going around and just playing. Yeah. yeah. I wanted to talk about the uh, meditation aspect that you started including in some of your episodes. Mm. I love it. Oh, do you? it's great. <laughs> Yeah, I do. I do. And I wanted to, I wanted to get this, I wanted to talk about this on your show so that a, uh, it's recorded okay, <laughs> and B that other people hearing this can encourage you to do this. Okay. Um, so I looking at podcasting, I think that people who get into podcasting, um, have a natural sort of talent somewhere for speaking, for engaging with other people, for, for just like a radio sort of voice. But not everyone is great at it. Not everyone excels. Some people just have that little tiny bit and they have a little bit of fun. But if you podcast for a while and you realize like, oh, damn, I'm actually kind of good at this. I've, I've kind of got like a natural gift for this. Most people try to make a living or really push the numbers off of their first show, which I think is a mistake. I think your first show is, should be a labor of love. Right. Mm -hmm. I think you should do it because you love it. Right. That makes sense. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But if you want to make a living off of it there or not necessarily even make a living, but just like grow, get a higher audience or make money or both. Um, then I think there are very specific things that need to happen. So as an, you, as an example, um, have this wonderful sort of sedative to your voice. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, when I'm, when I find myself having a stressful day, I will put on your show because your voice calms my nerves oh, down, nice. which is why, uh, yeah. So that's why I like the meditative aspect of your show. So I think I, I keep doing, we live on a planet forever as your love letter to your fans. Uh, but on the side, I think, and this is just hypothetical, but I think your fans should encourage you. Um, I think you should start a second podcast about meditation because you, you've got such a great voice for it and cadence and a way of speaking that is naturally relaxing and calming to those who listen to it. And if you were to take that and purposefully direct it towards meditation, I think it would be so much more powerful than a lot of other people out there who are already doing meditation podcasts or meditation apps. You would have an advantage over them. Groovy. So if, if, I'm going to put this just on the podcast in case you want to go back and, and listen to it. I have a very short, I've been taking some marketing courses um, just and happenstance. And I learned this recently and I was like, Oh, that's really fascinating. Start a challenge. People like challenges. It brings people together mm -hmm. and you can then amass them into a list, whether it be on Facebook or email or all of the above. So what I recommend, make a webpage. I'll make you a webpage. Um, I'd recommend card.co, C-A-R-R-D dot C-O. It's incredibly easy and ridiculously cheap. Um, build a website just for that. And then um, start your podcast, meditation podcast, right? And then have a meditation challenge and put that out there. So like challenge people to meditate for 
10 minutes every second day for a month or five minutes every day for a month or something like that. Right. And then get people to join your meditation podcast through, you know, through ads. And it, that sucks, but this is just what I'm learning. So like, let's say you wanted to get a sponsor. You could, you could easily get, uh, the, the spa that you go to, the salt spa, the, mm-hmm. I forget the name of it. Aqua spa. The, Aqua spa. Call them up, say, Hey, would you, I'm starting this new podcast. Would you guys be interested in sponsoring me for like, 300 bucks a month that's nothing because right. it's local also right but like and then take that 300 just put it into facebook ads or instagram ads and then all the ad says is start a meditation challenge and then you get people to join your facebook group and an email list doing this challenge and then you encourage people to post about their challenge and then you repost what they said so it makes it all about them and people love hearing that stuff about them being reposted by other people they love it they provide you their own your own content constant it's a cycle and then you've got an audience for your podcast yeah bada bing bada boom there you go bam bam that's a lot of stuff all up front i just wanted to say that so it was recorded <laughs> 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 So that way you've got a Facebook group and you've got an email list and email, by the way, is the best way, the best way of reaching your audience. Because when you try to put a post on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter, you have to pay Instagram or Twitter or Facebook in order to, for that post to reach your full audience. Right. With email, you don't. Right. Emails, it just goes to everybody. Right. right so. Yeah. That's a great idea. Anyway, if you're, thank you. If you're listening to this and you like that idea, you should you should message Patrick and encourage him. That's my that's my call to action for your show. <laughs> I I think you, you wouldn't be the only one that would say I should do that. My wife's best friend, she always is commenting and she's like, "Patrick, you you know your voice." The other day they were saying something and then I heard her say you don't mind that I say that about your husband's voice to you? And she's like, no, 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 I don't mind that. And she's like, he could, he could do like something with his voice, like, um, a meditation thing. He could do this or he could do that and use it. And I'm like, um, I do, I do a podcast. (laughs) I I do do something with my voice. I use, I podcast, you know, but I'm, I'm, but it's, but it's not a specific, like you're saying, podcast and i think that that is that's a that's a really good idea jesse i i that's something that i could roll with and uh i wouldn't know how like what podcast provider to use because i don't think you can have two podcasts through anchor i think you're only allowed no you can't not no not not through anchor but it's uh well uh if you log out and log in with a different one, but that's a lot of, you know, that's a yeah, but yeah, <laughs> there's, you know, um, but that's, that's a, that's a, that's a, a, a problem that is easily solved. Definitely easily yeah. solved. Definitely. There's, yeah. um, uh, Podbean. me and my wife tried to make one and we only did two episodes and I could just, um, use Podbean. That's, yeah. that's one and of the I providers. Bet you anything aqua spa would would sponsor you i i uh, man that's a bet i would be willing to take (laughs) yeah i i bet they would too because they're good people and they would like to get their name out there and it it would be right down their alley of um what their their audience you know yeah exactly and that would pay for your your facebook or instagram ads so yeah anyway i won't talk about it anymore because that's getting too into the gritty of administrative business crap. That's so cool let's, that let's... you're. That's cool that that you are taking those courses because I bet it's helped you in thinking outside the box of different ways for uh, Canadian politics. Is boring of getting, of just thinking different ways of, hey, we should try this or try. we should do this or, or such as. It's a, a lot of it is I've I've experimented with a lot of stuff. Not everything's worked. I tried animating us once. That was interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I hey I yeah. said I was going to go explicit and I never did just because I was like maybe that. maybe that maybe that will work maybe that will get a couple different people in thank you that I you said that that I'm thinking there's no reason that I needed to but I was thinking it's interesting the whole the numbers the numbers game where we 
and everyone's gone through it, where we look at the numbers and the numbers aren't enough. Right. You know, right. Uh, for everything I've done, for my films, for all of my podcasts, for my current podcast, I'll look at my numbers and I'm like, mm, it could be better. Yeah. And, and there was a story about, I knew that I didn't know him, but like, uh, <clears throat> this millionaire, self-made millionaire, and he was uh, in the double digits. So he might've had like 50 million, $60 million. He was on a hike. This is a true story. And I just heard it from him on like one of his online whatever's just a couple months ago. And he went on a hike with other millionaires. Um, and, and they were in the, the, you know, this beautiful hike in the woods and they were having a great time. And there's like three other people with them. And those three were far, far more rich than he was. One guy had hundreds of millions. The other guy had even more hundreds of millions. Another woman had like close to a billion and he felt bad. Mm. that he wasn't on their level. He had mm. like $50 million wow. and he felt like he hadn't made it because he was comparing himself to someone who had hundreds of millions. And then it kind of dawned on him like, what am I doing? Yeah. <laughs> right? It never ends. No. That's the point. There's no number that will satisfy you. <laughs> You're absolutely right? right. I got caught up on that with We Live on a Planet for a little while where it was all consuming. I mean, that my wife mm-hmm. must, must have got so sick of hearing that because... I was, you know, I was featured, seriously, I was every day, you know, you name it. I was talking about it because I was featured on their page and I was, I was rising and I'm this and then I'm like, holy cow, I got 4,000 views today. I can't believe it. And this and that. And then the next day I was like, well, why did, why did I only get 3,700 today? What's going on? And it's like, there's never satisfied, never have, it's that human need of like, all you have to do is go to a buffet sometime next to somebody, and you'll see that <laughs> that human that human need where they're taking way too much because it's there, and then they they don't they're never satisfied with what they have and want more and want more and like you said the number game and I decided it was yeah. a little while ago that I I really turned that off and stopped looking at it and just said you know what i'm i'm getting something out of this because when i do it i feel better about it i feel better i was like i made a we live on a planet podcast today and i feel good about it was it perfect no did i screw up no but i did it i did it i'll tell you i'll tell you a secret we like the screw-ups yeah yeah (laughs) it makes it it makes more human yeah exactly (laughs) that uh, hence me not editing you know what i mean because there's going to be screw-ups and that's what I want to apologize to your listeners right now for the fact that you don't edit because I rant. <laughs> I rant. <laughs> As you well know. <laughs> I rant. I rant. Speaking of screw ups, should a man about mm-hmm. to be executed in the electric chair be saved if he was to have a heart attack? Yeah, it was a great segue, man. <laughs> <laughs> you see how I did that? <laughs> that was good. That was really good. Well, should he be saved if he was about to have a heart attack? Um, he's, he's about to be executed. Yeah. I know the political answer, which is yes, because they have, you know, through a process, a very, very long process decided the very specific way in which this person was to die. Right. And that specific way is supposed to be pain-free. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. And quick. Whereas a heart attack is painful and slow. Right. Right. Not to mention you're going to have a doctor on hand. Save them to kill them. Save them, (laughs) save them. The doctor's going to save them to kill them. Exactly. Yeah. And the doctor's (laughs) going to have to because he took that Hippocratical oath to save them. But I wonder if he's so... I was just listening about the Hippocratic oath today. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no doubt. Isn't that weird how the universe works then that you were just listening to that? So, so weird, man. The universe is strange. recently. The, there was a, the Crimean war. I was editing a video about the Crimean war. And then the next day on our podcast, Reese brings up the Crimean war. I have never heard of the Crimean war in my life. Right. <laughs> but suddenly I'm learning about it from two different sources, two days in a row. I'm like, what is happening? This is too weird. I just yeah. found out that Canada is the third largest population of Ukrainian people. In the world, next to yeah, man, it, next to can or next to Ukraine and Russia, it's Canada. Did you learn that from our podcast? No, I <laughs> no, I learned it. Um, Canadian Ukrainians. I how did I I heard it on NPR, the uh, National Public oh, Radio, cool. the other day, 
And I was really surprised. My wife's Ukrainian. Um, her grandmother was born in Kiev. No way. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. 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 Or Kiev, however people say it. I was pronounced, I was raised to pronounce it Kiev, which I think Me is too, the uh, Russian way wrong. of Spain. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, that's even worse <laughs> yeah i know but it was growing up the russians for me anyways i grew up in the 80s so the russians were always the enemy i mean in top gun and stuff they're the one the migs you know it's tom cruise's fighting right. the russians and so growing up it's I never saw top gun yeah red dawn was all about the russians coming in and everything the original red dawn and and i don't know it's uh speaking of red dawn that could be a corp- trying to do another segue. Yeah, that could be a corporation, <laughs> but it's not. It's not a corporation, but it could be. That would be a good name of one. But what individual corporation, country, or organization would you bankrupt <laughs> if you had the chance? That was a weak segue. I think. I know. I, I the other one was way better. The other one was <laughs> way way better. better. Way, way better. What organization or country would I bankrupt if I could? If I could just snap my fingers and they were bankrupt? Yeah. Do I have to only pick one? Sure. Just one. Oh, geez. Um, Nestle. I'd, I'd, I'd bankrupt Nestle. And ne- then after that, Monsanto. Nestle? Uh, they, the chocolate? Evil. Evil, evil. Yeah, they are pure, pure evil, man. You should read more up on that. I bet. Just, the, the corporation has gotten out of control where there is no, like, no semblance of human soul left in that money-churning machine. Same with Monsanto. Monsanto is, is like the devil incarnate. It's, they're, it's crazy. I watched. There are some. Yeah. I, Go ahead. I've said, this, I've said this on my podcast, and I've said this uh, elsewhere, but capitalism in its and this is important, this subsection of what I'm about to say, capitalism in its current form, and that's important, capitalism in its current form is destroying the world. Everything, almost, almost every single issue that we have wrong with the world today can be brought back to capitalism in its current form. And the fact that we have no caps, we have no boundaries, we have no, um, it's all just free form. Make as much money as you want. And at first, when a corporation starts, yeah, competition is healthy because it's more about what does the person want? What does the customer want? But then once they get big enough, then they'll find ways around that. Yeah. And if they can make money by hurting people or hurting animals or the environment or all three and no one knows better or cares, they will, will do it. I know. So, oh, don't get me on this. Don't get me started. I saw, <laughs> I saw a documentary called The Future of Food. And it's uh, from 2004, I believe. So it's older, 2014 or 2004, eh, 2014, I think. The Future of Food. And they talked a bunch about Monsanto. And it's scary as shit. And then the, they yep. have a Whoa, that's Terminator. Like on your own shore. I know, I did. <laughs> <laughs> they have a Terminator crop, uh, Terminator um gene in this one field that they work on and it would make plant or make the corn not it would make it sterile like the seed of the corn sterile so it's like why would you even make a terminator thing like that why would you even screw with that because without the seed you you know what i mean you gotta oh yeah it's amazing it's amazing what company? What company would you bankrupt if, if not those two? Um, yeah, because my I would have said Monsanto, but since I can't say them, um, <laughs> I'm 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 guilty of of using them sometimes, but probably Walmart. The Walmart, uh, yeah, Walmart's pretty pretty awful. <laughs> just because of the yeah. the small, I mean, yeah, it's convenient, it's great. You can go buy a pair of socks and buy a head of lettuce at the same place, but it's taken away so much of the the small mom and pop places, which is growth though. You know what I mean? It's growth. It brings me to like everybody, a lot of my friends and other people I know are so against electric cars. They're against windmills. Yeah. Because electric, because I, because I live (laughs) in a small redneck area that is just kind of closed minded of like, 
going, I don't want that change. And it's like, do you realize you, (laughs) when a horse came along and then the person (laughs) got in a car and people didn't know how to stop it, they would not hit the brake. They would just come to a corner and start yelling, whoa, whoa. And the person had to tell them, no, you got to use the brake. And it's like, change happens. And so the next change is going to be electric cars. And please, please tell me that's true. Is that true? It is true. It is true. With cars, people learning to drive cars for the first time, a lot of them would just yell, whoa, at the car. That's really, really Funny. <laughs> today with voice recognition we could make that a reality i know if people wanted to stop their cars by yelling whoa at it yeah yeah <laughs> yeah and to like have little spurs on their on their heels and like kick the back of their seat to make the car go faster mm-hmm. like- <laughs> they could <laughs> i talked oh, when i so my, funny. i talked about self-driving cars before which was my first podcast and i said Eventually, those will be the future, and then there will be driving land where you go with your family and get to actually drive a car on a close yeah. course for fun and pay for well, that, it. What they're they're talking about if if and when electric cars take off, of course, every new thing, as you say, they come into to a lot of challenges. Most of them political, um, but the whole idea is that no one will own a car except for the rich who want to own something like a collector would own something. Right. 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 And, and much like Uber, the, these electric cars would just be driving around or just waiting on every street corner parked or driving completely empty, completely empty. And you'd leave the, leave the restaurant with your wife and you take out your phone and you'd, you'd open the app and you're like, I'd like a car here now, please. And you press the button. And within like three to five seconds, the next car that you saw just pulls right up. Right. And you get in and you go off to your next station and then off it goes. That's kind of what they're talking about. Yeah. Well, that'd be really, really neat. Yeah. What's I'm, your next question? Let's... I'm all do- And I'm all <laughs> down for that stuff. And I'm so surprised that, like I said, the area <laughs> I live that a lot of people are not down for that. But, um, okay, I have no segue. i do have a question though that is it's been baffling people since the beginning of time why is lemon why is it that lemon juice has artificial flavor while dishwashing liquid uses real lemons you know what you could have said why has it been driving people crazy since the beginning of time oh but boom boom (laughs) 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 i should have all right sorry what what was the question (laughs) it doesn't matter (laughs) 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 are are we really living or just slowly dying you know jesse (laughs) i'd like to think we're living i think we're living (laughs) i think we're living too i think we're living that was kind of a joke um And we were talking about driving cars just a minute ago, and I think you said what was so neat if just saying, hey, a car is going to come up really quick. We're not that far away. In 2050, 2050, what do you think will be the fastest mode of transportation? Uh, Maglev trans. Oh, like the the, the magnet ones that are lifted off? Yeah, in Japan. Yeah, yeah. We're we're right now, we're building – them across uh various all the thought the plan is to build them across state lines and under the ocean so from one continent to the next and so you could like basically hop in a train and get from here to europe in an hour yeah they don't they go to like three four five hundred miles per hour or something crazy fast yeah really 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 fast (laughs) yeah i don't know what that is in kilometers so i'm sorry to throw you off was <laughs> speaking of throwing arms off and throwing people off which side of the armrest is really yours at a movie theater Ooh. speaking of throwing arms Ooh. or yeah. if oh. you're or also the person in the middle of the airplane if you're in the middle seat there's a three-seater and you're in the middle seat that's, that's a trick question. I would never be in the middle seat. 
Yeah. What if you had no <laughs> choice? But that you wouldn't. You couldn't if I do was it. Kidnapped and forced into a middle seat. <laughs> couldn't do it. Could you? Uh, couldn't. Couldn't do. I would. I would force both arms. I would have them both. I feel. I feel <laughs> the person that is forced. If you have to sit in the middle of the the airplane seat, the armrests are both yours. Yeah. Right. I think that's a a, a nice compromise. Yeah. yeah I, exactly. Yeah. In the movie. Th- theater you're sitting next to your loved one but i was wondering what side is really yours at the movie theater but it doesn't really matter but i think on the airplane if you're sitting in the middle seat both those should be yours you should you should just look right. to your left look to your right and say this is we're gonna kind of clarify this right now right these are both mine these are both mine <laughs> <laughs> you don't you don't say it you just turn your head and stare at the person without blinking <laughs> Until they can, <laughs> and until put they it, get it. And until you can put, yeah, you got to put, put your away. elbow down real forcefully and then stare at them and just stare. Right? And then, and then Maybe like put a banana or something underneath your elbow and just like slowly squish it while staring at them with a grimace on your face. Yeah. Just so that they know, so that they know. Speaking you know, of bananas, speaking of bananas, <laughs> which right. orange came first, <laughs> the color or the fruit? <laughs> that was a segue. Getting good at this. That was that a was segue. Good. That was good. That was much better. <laughs> that <laughs> was came, a better segue. First, the the orange, the color, or the fruit? Yeah. Which orange? I would have to which say orange that. came first, the color or the fruit? I would have to say the color is my guess. Do you know this? Is no, this no, I don't know. You don't? No, because I, I'm. It's I a would... it's a conundrum. It's one of those where it really. Who names things anyways? Bob. Yeah. Bob the Namer. Bob the Namer who he's, was he's, Latin. Because <laughs> <laughs> tends to be Latin usually. <laughs> it, right. it usually is. I want to know why too. Why is there why is there no mouse flavored cat food? Oh wow. That's interesting. Yeah. There right. should be mouse flavored cat food. I mean, maybe it is, and they're not telling us. Maybe that's what the you main know. ingredient is. Did you know? Wow. I have some. <laughs> I have some things that I wanted to tell you too that might just blow you away, and then uh, and then I can right. let you go, so I won't take okay. up your whole walkabout and everything. Did you no, know? This, is, this has been this has been the highlight of my day. Awesome. Oh, Good. I'm glad that this is fun for me. I really enjoy having you on and talking and stuff and. Thanks, I, man. Me too. I, I pulled just hope up. It's not too long for your audience members. No, it won't be. We're we're forty seven. We've forty seven minutes, and that's it. It's gone by that quick. That's pretty good. Yeah, we're yeah. doing we're doing fine. Um, snails have been known to sleep up to three years if the weather isn't moist enough for their needs. Three years. <laughs> I've done the same. Up Rip Van Winkle, where you're <laughs> like, it's just out. not, it's not moist. I need moistness. It's not moist enough. <laughs> honey, yeah, honey bees, covers. <laughs> honey bees <laughs> flap their wings 230 times every second. That's a lot. That's a crazy. That's a crazy amount. Sunsets. How is that even possible? On Mars are blue. Ooh. Wouldn't that be neat? Oh, that's cool. I, Do you think yeah. that we'll live on Mars? Do you think man will make someday a colonize Mars? Oh, my God, yes, of course. I we're think, way too stubborn for to not let that happen. I think we're going to colonize. <laughs> I think we'll colonize. We're too stubborn. We'll want it yeah. right away and ru- ruin it. We've already yeah, left. Tr- look how much trash <laughs> we left on the moon already. We're like, yeah, we'll make garbage up here, too. <laughs> <laughs> We did. We had to leave it. Um, it was trash. <laughs> I like that. That's good. Yeah, there's there's a little humanoid statue that's there too, like the small size of like a Star Wars figure, um, that's made in some kind of alloy. That one time I did a podcast about it, and it was something that was you know rare facts or whatever, and it's um man-like uh shape of this metal alloy and it's on the moon i think it's pretty scary what we just recently did was um some 
Uh, I don't have my facts here in front of me, but I was listening to NPR. We just recently transmitted everything out, our coordinates, um, our history of humans, man, everything like that out into space, which we've been doing. We did with that gold record how many years ago back in the 60s. Right. But this new thing that has just happened is something that um, Stephen Hawking was saying that should not be done. Do not do this. This is a bad idea because he felt that anything that were to get it would come and would not be good. And I, hmm. and it's weird, Steve, I'm like, he's smarter than I am. I know he's smarter than I am, but I disagree with that theory because in my mind, I think that anything that can come here is going to be so far advanced from us, millions of years advanced from us, that that fighting and violence is not even heard of or thought of or it's, they don't. Wouldn't that be something? It, it would be, and it's hard for a human to think that. And I think that's why Steve, Hawkins said, oh, they would be evil and it would be a bad thing. And it's like, well, you're th well, obviously we're humans and we have to think like a human and we're think, well, but I, in my mind, I'm like that far advanced. If you're that far advanced, you're, you've have come. Have you seen Ad Astra? No. Ad Astra with Brad Pitt? No, no. It's, it's, just, I mean, just in talking with what you're talking about, um, it's a very slow space opera, oh, kind okay. of akin to uh, 2001 Space Odyssey. Okay. But fantastic special effects. Um, you got to go into it with that sort of like contemplative sort of mindset while watching this. But it's a tr it's they traverse space, planet to planet, uh, and and there's like laser fights and there's there's brutality and whatnot. And like the underlying message that I got was it doesn't that they were trying to tell people. They didn't come right out and shove it in your face. It was kind of under the radar, but it, was, uh, it doesn't matter how technologically advanced we get, we're still human, and humans are awful. <laughs> yeah, humans are awful. Humans are right? awful. Yeah. So I, I kind of I see where he's coming from. But then again, aliens aren't humans. You that, know, they might not have our greed, our bloodlust, our, you know. That's exactly what I'm thinking. That's how I feel picture in my mind i'm like we're we're thinking like humans and i'm thinking like it's a different race it's not human it's something that is so far technically advanced from us that they're like oh wars fighting yeah we know about that but we haven't had wars or fighting and it's been close to a million years for us now you know because Jeez. if you think and the right. reason why i'm saying it that way is because in the history of like us in the universe in the history of earth we're just a pimple on a butt we're nothing it we're it's like <laughs> it is a matter of time of nothing in the history of the history of how old the universe is so there could be beings out there that are hundreds of millions of years more advanced than us that say, yeah, we know about it, but we just, we don't fight. Humans fight. You're, you're talking monkeys, basically, you know? <laughs> <laughs> right. And, and if they came here and wanted our resources, how bad would they feel about getting rid of these talking monkeys? Right. They wouldn't, but I, I don't, I feel like also what resource would something that technical, technical, the advanced need from earth earth is not right. special earth you know how many planets we're finding every day still earth is nothing earth is special to us because we live on it and we're in a goldilocks zone and everything's just kind I don't of know, perfect. Man, have you ever have you ever had one of those like really large reese peanut butter cups those are to die for man if the aliens found out about those, we're screwed. <laughs> we are screwed if they do. Or one of those giant Toblerones. Oh, right? <laughs> <laughs> they make See, those this is why we huge. Should, 
we shouldn't let the other people, other planets know we exist so we can have this stuff just for ourselves. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, Steve Hawkins <laughs> said we should not let other people know or let them, we should not have sent out that signal we sent out just a, just a couple months ago. Right. Because we need our Toblerones for ourselves. We need our Toblerones. We need our Reese's. Yeah. We need our numbers. <laughs> we need our numbers to be mm-hmm. right where they're supposed to be. <laughs> uh, oh, this has been god. fun, Jesse. I really appreciate your time. This has been fun. You know, it's oh my god! No, this has been a blast. Thanks for having me on. Yeah. Um, so we talked a How little. How long have you been doing your show for? Oh my god! 2017 is October of 2017. I started. We live on a planet. Wow. So like. Four four and a half years. Yeah, dude, that's crazy cool. You're gonna have to do something for the fifth year anniversary. I know. I'm gonna have to figure out something to do. I didn't do anything special for like 300 or anything. I don't. I didn't. I don't know. I just kind of was. I'm like just doing them. The other day was. I love it. I love yeah, it. Yeah, the other day was 540, but I think I lost track of count somewhere along the way. And so it could you be. You mentioned that before. Yeah, it, my math could be <laughs> off a little bit on it because I, I just, I screwed up, and so I was like, I'm not going to go back <laughs> to. I, I screwed up someplace, and, and you know, you have okay. to to learn. You have to to learn. Yeah. You screwed exactly. up exactly. So, uh, <laughs> thank you, my friend, for the most valuable gift. I say it every time. The most valuable gift I could ever get was your time, and that's what. It's the only thing we have on earth, really, that is the best gift is time that you can spend with somebody that you consider a friend and you're a friend. And I can, you know, I would definitely, I wish you weren't so dang far away. Right. I know. I consider you a friend, too. Uh, thank you. And thank you. I, I like that saying I, I, that you say at the end of every, because it's true. It reminds me of that every time you mention it. Yeah, I had a blast, man. We should We should do this again in two years. I think we should. I think we should. When we, when I stop, annually, yeah. When we stop recording, don't hang up just so I can, we can say our goodbyes and all that kind of sure. Well, wishes before before you before you sit hit stop. I I do something on my show, Mm -hmm. the end of every show, which is a call to action. Yes. Which I think is funny because it's supposed to be called action is like an administrative term that you do to calling people to take action. You're not actually supposed to call it the call to action, which is <laughs> but like I do anyway. I don't care. So, uh, yeah, if you guys, if the listeners, thank you for listening to the entire length of this, this very long uh, uh, episode of, of me ranting along the way. Uh, if you are interested in Canada, Canadian history, Canadian politics, but like the weirdest side of it you could possibly imagine, like. Like Trudeau actually, you know, Justin Trudeau's father actually being Fidel Castro as, you know, as an example, maybe, who knows? Uh, Come check us out on Canadian Politics is Boring. That's your call to action, if that interests you. Patrick, your call to action. I'm giving you homework. Yeah. (laughs) Okay? Uh, Yes. Your call to action, okay, is to to get up just like a digital piece of paper out uh, and, and write out a meditation challenge for people to do, whether it be for, um, for anybody, really anybody, like just pick someone who, who you think would enjoy a meditation challenge and then make it nice and long, uh, exp- what the, what the challenge is. And then at the end of it, you, you give them, okay, this is what you're, you're, you're supposed to do. This is the challenge. First, you have to join this Facebook group. Secondly, you have to give us your email address for a weekly newsletter. Thirdly, start the challenge and let people know on the Facebook group that you started the challenge. That's your homework. Okay. I'm giving that to you. <laughs> All right. You got it, sir. <laughs> I think we'd you're on to you're on to something though. You are. You your mind is very creative. And so I'm definitely gonna take what you've given me and digest it because it's nothing that was bitter that you just put in my mouth. It's all was oh, that's good. Nice. Yeah, it was good ideas and uh it's where I'm not opposed to that at all. I think that's a fantastic idea. Thank you. That's, I'm full of them. Free charge. There you go. I won't even charge it. <laughs> <laughs> Which you probably could, though, with your ideas. I probably, yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I won't take up any more of your, your time. But I'm glad you did, though. And thank you to my listeners out there. Please go check out Canadian Politics is Boring. It is a great podcast. You're going to have fun. Reese and Jess are, will become your friends and you're going to learn about boring things in Canada. 
and they're not boring. <laughs> it's not boring. That's the best part about it. It's not boring. It is so fun. I love I love that we have to explain to some people that it's an ironic title. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Because they're like, wait a minute, I'm going to listen to something boring? And you're like, no. <laughs> it's so, it's really entertaining. It's entertaining. So Thanks, thank man. you so I much. I and appreciate the constant shout outs. Yeah, of course. Keep doing your thing. And I want to have you again as a guest before the next two years is up. <laughs> All right, sold. And I want to hear an update on the trampoline, disassembling the trampoline and or covering it with dog shit. Yeah, I'll probably, <laughs> I'd rather do the probably disassemble it and then just to freak them out because then they would think maybe there's poltergeist. And they'd be like, <laughs> we have to move. We have to move. Our house is haunted. <laughs> uh, oh, with that, good. we will finish. Oh God, you could totally. Oh, go ahead. You could like. No, like you could get a drone and put a, like a Bluetooth speaker on the drone. I do like have a drone. The, the house, right? But like fly to the blue, fly a Bluetooth speaker to the house, assuming they have an attic, right? Yeah. And just like broadcast creepy, like ghostly, like sounds yeah. of people Ow. moaning coming from their attic. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's creeping me out. Dude. It'd be like, get <laughs> out. Yeah, I you're gonna play some music after that. No, I was I I played the wrong one. I was getting ready to play my outro music, and I was like, "Oh, I'm on the uh, wrong, I'm on the wrong button page." I have a bunch of bu uh, sounds on my Rodecaster Pro, and I was gonna do my creepy sound because we were just talking creepy, and I was like, "Oh nope, I'm on the wrong page." Ah, uh, too bad. Too okay. bad. <laughs> All right, Patrick. Next I won't, time. Uh, I, I won't Yes, next time. Next time. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, buddy. I appreciate it. Hang on tight, okay? I appreciate you, bud. All right, cool. Bye, everybody.